Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad, a male Karen, according to some people. And Robbie Falk? You're dang what? right, you are. No, oh, my God. Richard and Borky agreed with me, by the way. I just want to point that out. Brought that up on the show today. Look, okay. Uh, let's, let's address this real quick. We're going to um, address it, sir. So what people continue to ignore is my statement that the entire thing that sparked this conversation was your facial expressions. Now, Your facial expression was a complaint. That's how my face looks. That is a, no, I'm no, no. no you looked at it and you went, mm, nah. So I said, what, is it not good enough for you? And you said, no, it's not. So it wasn't no, just a, like, hey, no, is the food, is the food no, not good enough not. for that's you? That's not that conversation. It was your face. And that and and that's what people continue to ignore here. People were just saying, oh, no, no, no. He, you, he just no. unprovoked asked you that? No, I didn't unprovoked. Why are you looking at my that. face? Don't look at because my face. Because you were walking by and immediately 10 Head feet down. away, Head your, down. Face was, your face when I was like, past you, don't look bad. at me from now on. Don't look at me. You can't, you're not going to push me around like you did Joel Coleman. Okay? I'll push you around. You're not going to push me around at all. I'm doing it right now. No, you're not. You don't you're tell me it. what to do. You don't talk over me. You don't, you don't, I don't talk over you. me around. I talk at all. over you all the time. And I'm talking right over now. you right now. I, 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 I play for keeps. I play for keeps. Just do your reads. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors. Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little odd, I think, if Brupolo was in Byram. I bet nobody would complain about the coffee there well no because it's awesome it's fantastic mike leach might no yeah he's he's good with it just being black with nothing in it he understands that it's not going to taste good by by itself experience is how he put it (laughs) anywho wherever you are if you want strange brew coffee delivered right to your door you just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and they'll ship it right to you whatever kind of coffee machine sits on your counter they got you covered at strange brew coffee house College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't find just anywhere else. It's only at College Corner. Only they have the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Hubble Taco is Starville's best Mexican restaurant. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's your favorite Southern ta- uh, classics turned into Mexican favorites. And it's Taco Tuesday. At, talk, at Humble Taco, but every day can be Taco Tuesday when you have the best tacos in town. And they do. They do have them there over at Humble Taco. So go over there today or any other day. The weather is fantastic. Sit on the patio, enjoy yourself, and have a great time at Humble Taco. 
Don't forget that it's First Responders Month over at Firehouse Subs. So when you order a Firehouse Subs, not only are you getting a great sandwich at a great price, and you're getting a lot of great reward points when you order online with the Firehouse Subs app, but you're also helping your local community by making a donation to Firehouse Subs. You just make a, you buy one of their medallions, $1, $5, $25, and that goes directly to the Firehouse Hubs Public Safety Foundation. They provide life-saving grants for equipment and training to first responder organizations across the country, including in this state alone, over $800,000. So how much money has gone out nationally? Wherever you live, you can help your community with a trip to Firehouse Subs. You said uh, before we got started that this was one of the, the Mike Leach press conference where you feel like you got some meat on the bone. You, you got some good answers. You got some football out of Mike Leach. How do you feel? A little bit. You know, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was not, you know, it was a good step in the right direction. It was not what we all want, but he did delve in a little bit to uh, football talk. He he discussed why the offense is starting to hum a little bit. He discussed the um, production of Dylan Johnson, the production of Will Rogers, and how far they've grown. He even talked about the uh, the shuffle pass, if you will. Yeah. No, it's – shout out to Ben Waite, but no, it's the shuffle pass. Uh, um, I, I am upset that none of y'all took him up on the challenge. He said he could throw a 30 to 35-yard fade. I wanted him to see – I wanted to see him try it. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards no. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, when he said he could kick, he could probably kick a field goal. I doubt it, but I get what he's saying. Well, there you go. There you go. The main football topic from today, from what I can gather reading the recaps, is uh, asked by our friend Stefan Krajnik, who I know is a loyal Thunder and Lightning listener. And a good friend. But he asked about the situation with the offensive line. You know, when, when the dollar bill comes back, what are you going to do? Leach's answer was kind of non committal. He talked about wanting to rotate players. And I get that. And, you know, you want to rotate players on the offensive line. You want to keep guys fresh and healthy. But at the end of the day, Robbie, I, I feel like Leach is a big broke. If it's not broke, I'm not going to fix it kind of guy. I, I don't see a big change coming. I see Nick Jones staying out there at left tackle. Nick Jones has played well enough at left tackle that I'm kind of wondering why he wasn't left tackle to start the season. I'm kind of the same way. And and we both thought that he performed pretty well in the bowl game. I I guess they just had it in their head that they were going to have him on the, on the left side at left tackle. I don't know. I, I, I think that he's looked as good as anybody since Charles Cross left the building. He's been really good. I mean, and I get it. You know, Texas A&M and Arkansas both showed three-man fronts. They didn't bring a ton of pressure on the outside. So, I mean, we're it, it's going to be a lot different whenever you put Will Anderson on that side. I understand no that. But we saw some pressure from some teams against Mississippi State's offensive line with three-down linemen and maybe bringing a linebacker or something like that. There's been hardly – no pressure whatsoever on Will Rogers. And the only time he's really had a lot, a lot of pressure on him the last two weeks is when he's been in the pocket for like five seconds. This mm. offensive line has been outstanding. And they're not going up against two- and three-star players. They're going up against really talented guys. So, I mean, I, I think, like you said, if not broke, don't fix it. 
I mentioned this the other day. It's unfortunate for Dollar Bill that it looks like it's kind of like a Wally Pip situation here. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I mean, you the, the opportunity came for these two guys on the left side of the line, and they are they're absolutely taking it over. It's kind of like in some ways, it's kind of like JP Purvis. I mean, can you take him off the field at this point when Deshaun Page comes back? Not wrong. Um, so yeah, guys are getting their opportunities and they're taking advantage of it. I think that's that's a really good sign for Mississippi State that they have that kind of next man up mentality. And when those opportunities are coming for players, they are absolutely – they're not only just being solid, they're making plays. And you mentioned, you know, Arkansas and, and A&M to a, to a certain degree, not bringing a ton of pressure, really trying to play that drop, drop eight, rush three kind of thing. Let us not forget that two years ago – Teams were doing that and getting constant pressure on Mississippi State quarterbacks. And that's with Charles Cross, who, you know, was doing his job. But everybody else could not, you could, you had Cross working one on one, eliminating his guy. So you had four on two the rest of the way, and you could not block anybody. Now, and I, Richard Cross and I talked about this on Sports Talk, and I, Robbie, I think you'll agree. The only way to get to Rodgers is to do what LSU did and bring pressure from everywhere, multiple looks, multiple formations, up the middle, off the edge, and and continue to work it. And if you give up a big play, if you, if you don't get there, you do that. But if you just sit back there and let him pick you apart, you are going to lose the football game. I think that's what Kentucky's going to do this week. I think we're going to see pressure from multiple areas. I think that, I think at this point in the air raid, and where everybody is, you can no longer do the drop eight and feel good about where you are as a defense against this offense. I just I don't think it's it's going to be possible to just rush three linemen and everybody fall back because State now has is able to open up running lanes. Their running backs are running the football really hard. It's just going to be really difficult to defend that in that way. It was working in 2020. It worked some last year too, but – when you're not able to get any pressure at this point on Will Rogers and he's able to just kind of stand back there and watch plays develop, I just don't think that's the best way to attack Mississippi State anymore. So Kentucky, I think, is going to to do that. I think that Alabama's probably going to do that too, Georgia. Um, you'll probably see some man defense from those two teams too because mm-hmm. they'll feel, they'll feel can, comfortable. Ole Miss can do it as well. They, they have yeah. enough, enough going defensively that they can they can take some chances. Uh, and I think, you know, not to an extent that Bama and Georgia can, but yeah. And Auburn, um, too. I mean, Auburn does have talent on the defensive line. Derek Hall's a monster guy. You know, you got, you got, you're going to be facing some defenses who can pressure you. But I feel like, again, if, if you're going to play the, what Harry Barry Odom did, if you're going to look and try to defend Mississippi State the same way you did in 2020, you're going to lose that football game. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, back then when this offense was just getting started and everybody was, you know, kind of filling it out and all that, that was that worked. But, I mean, we're seeing the offense run at a really high level right now. Uh, Rodgers has seen different kind of looks. And, yeah, it was not it was not a great performance against LSU, but that's kind of the outlier at this point. They've – put up 300-plus yards passing against everybody else that they've played. And, um, and that's that's just – and when you look at the rushing attack, they have, I think, three 100-yard games. I mean, that rushing game, I believe, has really changed everything for this offense. And I don't think that it was Mike Leach not being willing to run the football in the past. I just don't think State was 
very productive when they did run the football. I think everybody's I think everybody's gotten better. I think Dylan Johnson and Jaquavis Marks have gotten bigger and stronger. I think the offensive line has has gotten more cohesive up front. I think Will Rogers is better. So, I, and he t- he kind of talked about a lot of that in the press conference about how everybody has done their job at a higher level. And he even mentioned, you know, there's so much more that they can do. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's gotten faster. Everybody's blocked better. Everybody's run better routes. Will's gotten stronger. He's been able to throw the ball down the field a little more. But there's more to there's more to go, and that should that should really excite you as a state fan because this offense is creeping up on forty points a game. This is this is the Mike Leach pattern, right? This is you know when you look at his career, this is how it goes. He gets his players get more experience, they get the repetitions, and they start getting better offensively. I know his year three at Washington State was unsuccessful. But when you go back and look at them defensively that year, it, it wasn't on the, the leech offense. Now he's got a defense that can make stops, that's that's good, that's athletic, that can make plays. Defensively, honestly, is why I like Mississippi State so much this weekend, just because I've watched Kentucky and their offensive line and their inability to block, and I just don't see how, they're, how Zach Arnett's not going to dial up a ton of pressure on Will Levis or whoever plays quarterback you know, for the Wildcats this, this week. I saw a report from our friend John Hale from the uh, Lexington Herald leader who said that uh, Levis did practice today. So that makes it, you know, that's, that's a good start for the week for him and for Kentucky. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think he's going to be at 100% at all. I don't no, think he's going to be able to run around. I would absolutely unload the blitz. Yeah. And I would, I would blitz everybody. And if he beats you with a big pass play, you just take it. Yeah. Because then that's what we saw last year. That's what Zach Arnett did to him last year. Yeah. Put and a lot of pressure on him made a lot is- of mistakes. One side of the field you feel really good about, right? Because Emmanuel Forbes is over there. Yep. So it's just about the other side of the field. You know, one receiver is going to be locked up. It's just can you get the other guys taken care of, and, and they got to be able to do it quickly because the pressure is going to be there for them. Let's go back to Mississippi State's offensive line. You know, for Dollar Bill, obviously it's tough, the Wally Pip kind of situation for him. But I still think he can be a valuable contributor this year. I, I, I do think that he, he might – be a little bit better off playing inside. I, st- I still think that. But I, I still think there's a, there's a spot for him on this team. And, and when Leach talks about rotating, you know, it's not a 1A, 1B kind of thing, but I, I do think you're going to see a lot of dollar bill when he gets back on the field. Probably so. And, that, and that's one of the things he mentioned. You know, On the left side, he'd like for to have a rotation there. He wants to have the depth there. He'd like to have a rotation for some guys on the left side and on the right side as well. I just don't know who you bring out. I mean, everybody's been really good. Cole Smith and Cam Jones on the, on the right side. Mm-hmm. And of course you're, you're not going to do anything with your center. So, I mean, I just don't know. You, I think that when you start mixing some things up and you start moving guys in and out, I think you risk disrupting that chemistry a little bit. You know, you start having pre-snap penalties, you start having some issues right there. So, I mean, I just don't know what you do with that. Um, and, you know, maybe it, maybe it's, you know, somebody gets a series and then you go back to the other guy the next series. I don't know. They've done that before. We've, we've yeah. seen that a few times. So yeah. that could be what happens. All in all for this offensive line, they've put together back-to-back fantastic performances. No sacks. Uh, what, 320 rushing yards, I think, in two games. Uh, what, five or six rushing touchdowns uh, in that time frame. Um, no, the, the no sacks is the most important thing, though. If you're not pressuring Will Rogers and and the, the way he's running this offense right now and the amount of command and control that he has, 
you really are just setting yourself up for failure. I, I don't know what's going to happen this week with Kentucky, but I, I have no doubt in my mind that Saban and Alabama are going to dial up a ton of pressure on Will Rogers, and any state chance State has in that game is just going to depend on the offensive line's ability to give him some time. And of course, they're going to be able they're going to need to catch Alabama in some blitzes with their run game, which they, you know they 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 haven't been able to do the past couple of years. I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm not trying to look ahead too much, but as we sit here today, my thoughts on that game are the same as they've been all year long that State's going to lose and lose by a large margin. Because I just don't think they have the guns to go toe-to-toe with Alabama. Until I see differently, I'm going to stay with that prediction. But this Kentucky game, I've said it already, my prediction in, in June, July was Kentucky wins. I, I don't see how I can still make that prediction, and I don't see how anybody can. That's why the line has jumped four points in a day, even without Levis you know, being declared out or anything. Everybody looks at Mississippi State right now, and... Quite honestly, Mississippi State's kind of playing over the last two weeks. Mississippi State has played the best of anybody outside of maybe Tennessee, who did have a bye last week. But State's played the best football in the conference the last two weekends. They've they've dominated two conference opponents. Yeah, they've played really good. I don't. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can be upset about. There's some people that are upset about giving up 500 yards, but my response to that is they give up two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. the yards. Who, who cares about the yards? That looks a lot like what. People were saying about Mississippi State's offense last year when they would have 500 yards and score two two times. You know, yeah. um, no, nobody cares about the yards whenever you look at the scoreboard and you've lost by three touchdowns. Right. So, um, you know, I I think right now State's playing at a really high level. They're executing at a high level. I'm with you. I, I mean, I'm not expecting State to go to Tuscaloosa and uh, win that ball game. I'm kind of at the point where I just want to see State score some touchdowns in that game. Yeah, yeah. Like let's let's see them be able to move the in the game. Yeah, make it a close game. I mean, I don't think anybody's expected state to be in the playoff at this point. But well, uh, this week this week is a to me a must win. Yeah, Um, it is. You know, you and I both had this as a toss up game preseason. Mm -hmm. We we lean towards Kentucky, but things change as you know during the season. And I I mean, I have not been impressed with Kentucky. No. At all, no. uh, I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not impressed with a healthy Will Levis, much less one that's working on a on a bad foot and um, has a, a dislocated has some dislocated fingers or whatever he had as well. So, state's good enough at this point. You should expect them to go into a place like Kentucky and win that ball game. So they and now they just got to go do it. Agree, agree, hundred percent. So interesting to see what happens in the, in the coming weeks with this offensive line, though they have been to me, the biggest key for Mississippi State in this winning streak is the way they've played and the way they've improved. Uh, it's, it's the reason Mississippi State offensively looks like a Mike Leach offense is supposed to look, moving the football, throwing the ball up and down the field because they're not running for their lives like they were just two uh, seasons ago. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. My buddy, Russ Nelson, who, as you know, Robbie, is one of our most avid listeners. Uh, he, he texted me uh, on Sunday. He had a bunch of steaks on the grill. He's like, let the Mississippi Beef Council know that I'm I'm paying attention. So thanks, Russ. We always appreciate you tuning in. Uh, and he's right. I mean, those steaks looked fantastic. He said they were great. And that could have been you. That could have been you. So you need to make that that commitment this weekend. This will be a great weekend for cooking out. You got a long time before kickoff. Get some steaks, get some burgers. Or if you want to throw a brisket on the grill, you have got time to do, or on the smoker, I should say, you have got time to do 
just that. Or if you want to stay inside, big pot of chili, big pot of taco soup, whatever it is, man, beef is there for you. So head to your grocery stores, head to your meat markets, and tell them you want beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats over there in the heart of the Cotton District. That'll be another great place to watch the game Saturday night. Plenty of big screen TVs and, of course, great food and great drinks to keep you company. If you want to sit out on the patio, if you're not, you know, you're just not feeling the football that night, whatever reason, they got you covered there too as well. But we might need to make a uh, Two Brothers trip pretty soon, by the way. I don't don't know if we've we've done that enough recently. I've done it with other people. Cheated on you. This is unbelievable. But I'm the terrible person. That's how this this how this relationship goes. You're taking this you're, you're taking this too far. You're a gaslighter. I'm you're a gaslighter. You're abusive. What? This is this is all true. This is this is how I'm treated by you. Oh, poor. All you. I've ever done. All I've ever done is try to be nice to you. And this is this is how you reward me. So, is that right? I'll find someone who wants to go to Two Brothers with me. I promise you that. I mean, I want to go to Two Brothers oh, with you. Oh, do you now? I'm... You do now? You want to now? Now you want to? Now? Yes. Now? I, okay. I, how many times? I've gone to Two Brothers with you more than anyone else. I don't know if that's true. That's a whole lot more than I have my own wife. No, I'm just saying. Two Brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton district. Great products and great service. That's what everybody uh, is promising you, but Advantage Business Systems is delivering it to you and has delivered it to you for over 47 years. Nobody stays around that long unless they take care of their customers. When you need technology for your business, copiers, printers, uh, laptops, computers, whatever it is, you holler at Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, you're not talking to somebody from God knows where. You're not talking to somebody from out of state coming to fix it, that they'll try to schedule an appointment and maybe they can be there in seven to 10 days. No, no. Talking to somebody here in the state of Mississippi. And a lot of times those problems are solved the same day. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue in Jackson is waiting to see you to pick up your new polo. Now we're getting close to the holiday season, so maybe dad needs a new polo. You definitely want to check out the Rogues Collegiate Collection. It's the polos that you want, comfortable, high-quality shirts, and the, the logos that you want. No more garish, massive banner M on the sleeve, on the chest, and maybe even on the back. I don't know. I don't know. You don't want those shirts. You want clean, cool polos. They've got them. And quarter zips. They've got them. At the Rogue. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or shop online at the Rogue.com. The Rogue says, don't worry about the three stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. All right, Robbie. I got to get back in the game here. All right. I'm two down. We got six weeks to go. I got to find, I got to find, I got to, this week, I need to make up a game. I got to do it. So. Let's jump there's in. A, there's a couple opportunities here. There are. There are. I think we'll both pick Georgia to beat Vanderbilt, so we'll move on from that. Poor Vandy. You know, Vandy, they're better than they were. They're better than they were, but they, they still were. suck. They Can they beat Missouri, South Carolina, maybe Florida? Can they? No. They can't beat they any might, of those teams. Maybe Missouri, but I don't think so. Missouri, that would be a huge win for them to get a win there. 
It's so weird because they beat Hawaii by 53 points. Hawaii is the worst team in the country. Yeah. They, they legit. And then, like, you look like they lost 55 to 3 and now 52 to 28 to Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean they're not they're not good, but they're better. There's no, there, there, there might not be another win in there. Well, we'll see. The, we'll they're see. done with all their non It's definitely games. not this weekend when they're playing Georgia. I cannot wait to see that that Tennessee game, though, because that will be legitimately the first time I've ever seen a packed stadium by the visiting fans. <laughs> it, it might be that. Are they playing in Nashville this year? Yeah. Oh, and God. I think there's like a campaign already to like stripe out the stadium. Like not only are oh, they – Oh, that's just rude. They're, they're doing like a specialty thing. Like not only are they doing like we're going to take over your stadium – we're going to do a stripe out inside your stadium. That's one of the rudest things I've ever heard. Yes. It is. What Can't it is. wait. Oh, Can't yeah. wait. All right. Early game on Saturday up there in Oxford, number nine Ole Miss hosts Auburn. I was hoping that Auburn would fire Harson because of the success that interim coaches have been having uh, thus far this year. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. I agree with what Michael Borky said today on Sports Talk. He thinks next week is Auburn bye. That's probably it. They'll lose the Ole Miss this weekend, and they'll move on. I think we're and then, they get, then they get to come to Mississippi State and have their interim coach in. Great. Yeah. I'm sure it will go well. We're going to both take the Rebels here? Yeah. Um, Auburn you hesitate. Just, well, you know, I, I think Auburn's talented enough, but mm-hmm. they just, they've just they shown hardly no signs score. of life. They, they can't, can't score. score. I mean, Ashford cannot move the football. So. It's really crazy, isn't it, that they're that bad? Yeah. Auburn would probably trade half of their defense and like five of their five best recruits next for the next two years for Will Rogers. If the if yeah. the Mike Leach system of of letting people get trades and stuff like that could happen, Auburn would be all in trying to get a quarterback. They would they would gut the roster down to like fifty players just to get a quarterback. It's just bizarre how, you know, they'll go from like national title contender to disaster so quickly. Yeah. They'll but make they'll make they'll make this they'll, next year, they'll make they'll, the same thing. They'll go they'll hire down, a good coach, is. they'll get a good quarterback in the transfer portal, and they'll be right back in it. Simple. And then they'll be bad again a few years they'll later. They'll be bad again a few years later. Exactly. All right. Game of the day, game of the week, maybe. Huge weekend of college football, by the way. Three matchups of unbeatens. This late in the season is awesome. I can't wait to watch college football. Number three, Alabama at number six, Tennessee. This is the biggest game in Tennessee's last decade of playing college football. Robbie, because you are winning, I'm going to pick first here. Okay. Because I'm not, so I'm not going to have people say, you just wanted to see where Robbie went. I want my thoughts known prior to your picking. Okay. I'm taking Tennessee. I hate to do that. I've always had a rule that I, I always did not ever want my my loss to occur because I picked Vanderbilt or I picked against Alabama. I always wanted that. But Tennessee is hot. This game's at home. It's going to be a madhouse in there. I think they've got the juice. I'm going to take the Vols. I'm not just doing this because you picked them. I, I really do think me. I, I've, I've picked Tennessee the entire week. I know it's been one day, but – I've I've had Tennessee the entire uh, twenty four hours that this oh, week has existed. Well now, now at least I know that Saban won't be the reason I lost. But oh, I can't believe no, it. I thought I had you there. No, like I really want to say that Alabama is going to win this game because you know they they always find a way or whatever. But 
it just feels like Tennessee's time in this series. They have a, a quarterback that's playing at a really high level. It's going to be an absolute madhouse in Neyland. I don't think that this Alabama team has that um, – the juice that they've had in the past. I agree with that. I like, there's that. something about – like, and I feel like every time we we start to doubt them like this, they win the national championship. You're right. So, and, and they might very the well do it. They might very well do it. But I just have a feeling that this is going to be Tennessee's weekend. There's yeah. just a, it's just a gut feeling. Outside of Mississippi State, everybody in the conference has played Alabama close at least once in the last two years. All right? Ole Miss lost by 15 two years ago. Um, Auburn lost by what? Two last year. Arkansas lost by seven. LSU lost by six. A&M has beaten them. Florida lost by two. This Tennessee team is better than all of those teams I just listed. Hooker is playing as good as anybody in the country. We're taking the Vols. Shout out to the Vol Nation. Shout out to Bill Martin. Get us some tickets, buddy. We'll come. We'll show up. We'll bring you some I do. I, w- I do wish I could go to that game. If Bill Martin was like, I got tickets for you, we, we would get in the car. I might do it. I love uh, I love that area up there. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah, I mean Knoxville. We went a couple years ago. I had a great time. So BYU at I'm sorry, Arkansas at BYU. Robbie, you got to think Jefferson's back for this one, right? Yeah. All right. So got to be. Still a tough game, tough environment. I mean, if you're Arkansas, you are definitely reeling, and and now you got to go out and play in the mountains at BYU. That's a tough situation. Who do you like here? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Arkansas. I think KJ Jefferson's going to be back in this game. I I'm just I'm I mostly want to pick against BYU. I just can't get I, you, you. You're doing this. You're doing this to me. I mean, you pick BYU. No, I'm you not going. BYU? to. I think Arkansas is going to win. Well, I just don't. I don't like BYU. I don't think they're very good. I I get I get messages from BYU fans every week about how. I'm still mad that State lost to them in 2016 and things like that. And it's just, I just don't think they're that great. Uh, and as evidence of now being outside the top 25. So I'm going to go with Arkansas. I think Arkansas's talent is going to show up in this in this matchup. And I think mm-hmm. they, they can pull it off. All right. Last chance saloon for me here. Get a game back. LSU travels to Florida, night kickoff there in the swamp. It's Tom Petty Day, I believe. And we'll honor Tom Petty's legacy uh, oh. at the swamp on uh, on Saturday. I'm going to go first here again, and I'm going to take the home why team. Why don't you just – well, I was going to help you out here mm. and say, why don't you let me go first? Well, I'll let you go first on the last game. I'm trying to keep it okay. fair and balanced. But I'm taking the home team. I'm going to take the Gators to, to win at home. I don't like either one of these teams, but I like the home team better in it. I'm going to go with Florida as well. I mean, I don't like – I don't think LSU's – I don't think LSU's built to win – this team's built to win a, a a road game in a tough environment. I just – I don't see it with this team. And especially after last week when they were just putrid. They were putrid. At home. Going with the Gators. They're, they're a little more Old. stable mentally yeah. right now. Old so, Joe Lee Falk over there playing defense on me. Well, Joe Lee is quite aggressive. Oh, but so, yeah, this is just this is just straight defense. Then I'm just telling you, you know, you want to be. You I mean, I, I could have come out. I, I could have come out and and just you know 
been really aggressive here, but I'm just picking who I want to pick. I'm, I'm not going to – You're in prevent defense. I, I mean, this these are the teams that I think are going to win. I'm think, not doing this on purpose. I think you wanted to take Alabama. If I had let you go first, I think you would have taken Alabama. I swear to God, I've, I've, I've had Tennessee. Shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. That's not that's – not, Well, that that's shows you – Hypocritical. That's not hypocritical. That's, you shouldn't swear to God. What would your mother say? My mom would be upset about that. That's what I'm saying. Then that's not hypocritical. That's uh, that shows you because uh, I have I'm a man of of very strong faith. You are a man not, of constant sorrow. I would not mention anything about God and lie. And the man of constant sorrow. No, I'm a man of happiness. I don't know about all that. All right. You're the one that's you're the one that's that goes to a football game and you refuse to eat what they serve that's free. I, I do that a lot. I know. And I don't complain I about that it a lot. I just walk away from it. You have okay, never no, we're not gonna do this. I'm just saying. This is we're not gonna do this. this. Is the new biscuits and cornbread. This is gonna make it weird, it's ugly head. Your face the the face that you made is is the whole thing that everybody's missing. It's the face. Face. When you make that face, in it draws face. people to ask. In it the draws face. People, it draws people to ask what is going on here. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'll come up with another face for, for the Auburn game. Okay. How, a, a face of gratitude would work. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what they cook. Oh. See what's on the menu. You have to admit though, you're quite the complainer. Okay. No. At least I never tweeted about a hot dog and got somebody I had to have a, a meeting with the university about it. I didn't have to have a meeting. You know, they somebody had a meeting. did. I got something done. You're like Red Hobart with hot dogs. That's right. <laughs> you see those mossy oak shirts out there? Did, were those available? I don't know. I, I tweeted I about it. Robbie Falk might have so. done that. They might have done that. All right. Tomorrow's show is the rumblings. Get the questions in. Robbie, fire off the tweet. Let's make it happen. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.